Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we talk about all things Marvel Crisis Protocol and review a different character every week. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Brad. I'm Fred. I'm Brandon. Yeah, and this is this is yeah, this is the cast. Welcome for for what gangs all together. I don't know. Yeah, for 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 once, Brandon decided to come join us at the very start of the cast. That's nice, man. We yeah, love it. Showed showed up on time, you know. That's kind of. Got to keep everybody on their toes here, right? Uh, yeah, well, I don't, I don't even, I should probably check. I don't even know how many episodes we're in now. I oh, I like, number them. This is 31, I think. 31? That, that's crazy. Like, that's half a, that's more than half a year. Yeah. yeah. Been doing it. I'm pretty for... sure when I put up the last one, I had to change the two in the tens digit to three. Well. Yeah, I mean it's it's been fun. Uh, started this off as a just a fun little thing for us to do, and look look at us, thirty one episodes in. It's nice. Yeah, we have at least two fans. We have at least we two fans. Them. We've met them. Yeah, we met them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we uh, we know for a fact that at least someone listens. We know for we know Michael listens. They also can't lie about yes. them being a fan either. We yeah, know Aaron. Know. We know Aaron listens too if he's not a liar. Aaron listens for the box talk he don't listen for for anything else mm-hmm. Aaron listens for a specific reason um yeah well welcome back to the cast uh this is our arnim zola episode you thought that we were going to do human torch but we tricked you again now we're going to do arnim zola so and <laughs> we'll see how long we can't keep this going come on amg give us new releases so we never have yes. to fucking look at human torch there's someone out there really <laughs> wanting to know about human torch i mean they probably know about it they probably just if they're listening, they probably are curious what our awful hot take is on him. And you'll never, never know. Never. It's our secret. I've never read that card. Oh, that'll be good. You continue to not <laughs> read it, and you can uh, experience all the joy, or uh, in your case, it's probably going to be disappointment that, uh, that, that you, you'll get from Spoilers! I thought that... Uh, well, it's just not a very Brandon character. It's, well, oh, I thought fair. that he really liked that one ability. that I thought it was like Nova Burst or something like that. You even put something in the chat, I thought, in the Discord. I thought you read that card a little bit. Mm, I don't know. I'm reading it now. No! Just say no. it. I'm not reading it now. God. He's uh, ruining his, his initial reaction. Yeah, I know. Uh, news and announcements. Uh, so for upcoming tournaments, again, Second Wind is October 15th and 16th. Uh, you're probably now running out of time to get in there. So, uh, if you're not on the wait list, get on it. I don't know what else to say. Um, October 22nd at Booker Games in Ohio. Um, they are having a tournament. Uh, the check-in is 1130, dice off at 12. is a $10 entry fee, and they're giving away a prize for Best Painted 17 Threat. So it has to be a squad that you can put together at 17. They'll give you a prize for the best painted. So pretty cool there. Uh, there is a tournament at Fabricators Forge in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, September 24th at 10 a.m. That's a $10 entry fee as well. By the time this goes up, that might have been yesterday. Oh, it might have been yesterday. Okay, yeah, maybe. So yeah. good luck to everybody at the tournament. <laughs> I'll just say that instead. Um uh, once again, uh, I just kind of plug stuff that is uh, the surrounding uh, Charleston, West Virginia area. So, uh, <laughs> just yeah, uh, 
Yeah, Parker, uh, Pittsburgh and Ohio surrounding area. That, well, that, the, that's the, real near. They're the state. Yeah, they're the states. that's just like all all around. You know, around it's West drivable. Virginia. Yeah, it's drivable for us. So, you're in a six. If, listen, if you're in a six hour radius, we got you. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but <laughs> but if you do um, listen to the cast and you want your pod or not your podcast shit, you want your tournament plugged. Um, you can just message me. Uh, I'm Sev on all of the um, MCP discords, or you can email us at critheadwild@gmail.com. Spell uh, that for people. Critheadwild@gmail.com. I'm not gonna spell it. It's fine. Uh, no, no, no. Your username. Oh, it's just S E V. S E V. That's how you can find me. My profile picture is a sentinel. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, if you want your tournament plugged, uh, just send me all the relevant information for it. If you want to send me just like the lawn shanks tag and stuff like that. Uh, I'll make sure to plug it on the cast if you want uh, to get the word out about your tournament. So, uh, yeah, as far as other, um, oh, I guess I could have looked this up ahead of time. I'm terrible. Um, what's the CP number for Sentinel? Does anybody know? Uh, the one box is 160. And the other box is really low. Because they didn't plan on two boxes originally. Okay, so really quick, if you, you're following us on YouTube, I'm pulling up on Cerebro uh, the two Taxis cards that did get released for the Sentinels. Well, we've already done a yeah. review for Sentinels, but these are what are currently known in the um, the Mark uh, the Mark IV Prime uh, pack. So the leader pack is going to have these two cards in it. I think it's been, if you look on the description uh, for the just the standard Mark IV Sentinel box. Um, it has said that there are three tactics cards that come in that box. So between the prime box and the regular Mark fours, they're getting five tactics cards altogether. Uh, we don't know what the other three are yet, but as soon as we do, we'll make sure that we review them on, on one of our casts. But these are the two cards that are coming in the prime box. So I was going to read them off here and see what you guys thought about them. So, uh, we have online and operational, so it requires Sentinel's affiliation. It's active. Sentinel Prime may spend 8 power to play this card. Choose an allied injured Sentinel Mark IV within 3 of the Prime. The chosen character removes all damage, removes all special conditions, and drops all objective tokens, and then flips its card to the healthy side. So, what do you guys think about online and operational? It's nice. It it, it unmesses them up, which that's their biggest problem, is when they get flipped, they become much worse. Yep. Uh... I mean, eight power is a lot. That's a lot. Uh, He'll it, have it's, it, though. Yeah, he, he's probably someone who will be swimming in power. So I, I think it's really cool. I think it fixes that problem that the Sentinels have, that when they get flipped, they get in trouble. Yep. I think it's probably like an auto-include uh, Yeah. pretty much every time. I mean, it's like Age of Ultron, except a little bit worse, right? Or yeah. better. So let's say that they had like two injured characters and you had Ultron injured. You're not winning that point and there's not really anything you can do about it. But if that were a Sentinel instead of Ultron, you can pay eight power and you get that point. Oh, yeah, you can just flip that point's yours. Yep, that that makes sense. Um, That's fair, but also it's active. So it's not like you can do it when, like, the thing you about Ultron be, is... You have to have an activation. That's right. all you need. You don't have to yeah, have that the, 
this. What uh, what makes Ultron one really good is that he can do it as he dies. Yeah. So he can like un well, I... undie. And in this case, you can't undie one of them. They have to be still alive. Yeah. Um, I just, I figure people will be playing this card almost as soon as they flip. Oh, yeah. And you have to take them through the healthy side again. If you can, if you can survive, like, an attack, it's, like, even better, but almost immediately. I like your, your use of undie. <laughs> there was, I'll never forget, I was playing a, I think it was, like, a game of League of Legends with a couple of my friends. And my friend Josh kept DCing over and over and over again, so it kept saying, like it kept like audibly saying, a summoner has connected and a summoner has disconnected, like back of back to back, like repeatedly for like twenty minutes. This person was like, "If this doesn't stop, I'm going to commit unalive." And I had never heard that before. <laughs> that really cracked me up. <laughs> that reminded me of that. What do you think, Brandon? You like this card? Yeah, you, I think if you're <clears throat> you play a lot of Ghost Rider. It's nowhere near as good uh, as Deal with the Devil, but you like cards not, like this, don't you? Yeah, it's not Deal with the Devil, but it's uh, it's really good. I like, yeah, I like uh, if you play games with me uh, in card games, I don't like to pay for things, so anything that can kind of revive or bring back is kind of right in my wheelhouse. I mean, um, did you run a list that had Ultron and Ghost Rider, and then you ran Deal with the Devil and Age of Ultron? <laughs> yeah, it was a really good list. So, I fuck play it. <laughs> Wong is a perfect sacrifice. He makes sure everyone's healthy. He gets the extra power to Ultron. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think the card's good. I think if you're going to play Sentinels, I, I, I think I'm with. I think Brad said it. I think um, if you're playing this, you're auto-including it in your list. I think it's pretty well auto-included if you're going to play Sentinels. Uh, unless somehow the other cards are just ungodly, but uh, the other card we're going to show is not. So. No, it's not. Yeah, let's, let's move on to that. So it's under your skin. Uh, this is unaffiliated and it's reactive. When you include this card in your squad, choose one non-Sentinels affiliated character in your squad. It is now a Sentinels affiliated character. If your squad is using the Sentinels affiliation, when the chosen character is deployed, it gains a Nanite token. After all, this, after all characters are deployed, excuse me, discard this team tactics card. The character with the nanite token gains the flight and immunity poison bleed superpowers. So, uh, you actually had a little bit of backstory as to like the theme of this card, didn't you, Brad? You tell me. Yeah, I, I really like the flavor of the card. So, in the comics, um, they create these nanite sentinels that they put inside of just normal people, and when they get near a mutant, the the nanites activate and convert regular people into um, cyborg sentinels that are part machine, part uh, meat, flesh. And uh, then they override their brains with sentinel programming. And so uh, mutants would run around and then just random people would turn into sentinels and attack them. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. In the comics. One of the sentinels, um, they're called Omega Sentinels. Because they, the creators thought these were the last type of sentinel that they would need, so this would kill all the mutants. Anyway, but one of the Mega Sentinels, she finally got back control of herself, and she actually joined the X Men for a while, and but she's back to being a bad guy. Mm. Uh, as far as 
MCP goes, I don't know that I'm a super huge fan of this card. This is essentially the same way that Shields uh, works, where you can make a character a Shield-affiliated character. Um, it's really... We'll have to see what the other three cards are. If there's... The other three cards would really want you to have, like, everything be affiliated. So even, you know, your Splash characters, then maybe. But I don't... Right now, the benefit the benefits aren't that bad on this card, but they're not like stellar. I mean, right now until because the other only other card we have is online and operational, which requires requires Prime to pay for it. So I don't know that this is worth a taxes card just to give one character flight and immunity to poison and bleed. Those are that's kind of a niche thing. I don't really like the cards that like you pl you're just a card down at the very start of the game. I mean, it would be great against Hydra. Uh, yeah, that, it would be good against Hydra, I guess. Your whole army would be immune at that point. I'm not saying that this probably can't like make a ten. I just think it's like so. It'll be super niche if you do need it. But I mean, the the Hydra is actually a pretty good point. Somebody's playing Strucker, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How I like it now. Uh, just to clarify, uh, this does not allow you to hit affiliation. So if you're taking you know, under 50% or 51% of, like, Sentinels. So if you just take, like, a Prime and then, like, one Mark IV for a 9 threat, you can't take two unaffiliated characters, play this, and then get the 51% threshold to be Sentinels. You have to already be affiliated when the squad hits the table and then you choose Tactics cards. So this will not help you reach affiliation. So I just wanted to clarify that. But, yeah, what do you guys think? Do you guys think this? you take this ever or no? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, 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 I'd have to see what the other cards do. If there's like a card that says that all Sentinels have to pay, all Sentinel affiliated models have to pay X to get X benefit, and it's really good, then maybe. What about? Uh, let me pitch a card to you guys. Play during the power phase. Um, any Sentinel character can pay two. You gain a healing factor two for the turn. Oh my god. Anyone who pays. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty Would good. you take the card then? Maybe. Because that um, would... That's a lot that, of healing. That would be a flavorful card that fits the fluff. Because they do heal. Well, Mark IV is not so much, but Sentinels. That's like about that. the power level that card would have to be. Yeah, like it'd have to be a really strong effect, I think, to really make you want to Healing I mean, factor for one turn isn't like broken. It's that's, not. Yeah, that, I think that that's within. Oh, the I realm. thought you meant. Uh, yeah, but like, I'm just saying that's the baseline. Like, I, it can't be worse than that. I think. I think give, that that's pretty good effect. I think. That, I, like, yeah, given something healing factor two, and then at the whole game they have flight and then immunity to poison bleed. Like, I think all that stacked up makes this card like something like that could probably make this card worth it. But I don't know. Yeah. But then you're. At three, basically three tactic spots. Yeah, and after yeah. if you they had something like because you'll take the other one, you'll take the the repair of Sentinel one. If they had like an all according to plan card, I would probably definitely take this. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Something like uh, like all according to plan. What about a Wakanda Forever type card? Yeah, I think that maybe that also like if it's like a. 
Wakanda Forever or Siege of Darkness or like an all according to plan, like these cards that are so stellar that you see them in like all those rosters. And like, cause that's part of the reason why like you. X Men need a card like that. Do they? Yeah. First I like, class. I feel like they got a lot going on already. Mm-hmm. If you get one, you don't get first class anymore. No, 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 no. You don't get both. Sorry. Both. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Jury's out on this card. We'll have to wait and see. Um, see, see what else comes in the pack. See if it makes it worth your out of Because I mean, you're definitely going to need a splash if you're wanting to kind of main Sentinels. Um, I mean, you're just going to need a two and a three threat in there at least somewhere. Most most games to try to balance out your points. So uh, it, it very well could be worth it if they get something very very stellar in their other three cards. But uh, speaking of all according to plan, Brad, do you want to cover the the changes really quick that we we figured out? Oh yeah, that we've been that we've been playing it wrong. Yeah. Um. So since the they added the timing charts like almost a year ago at this point, um. Apparently, all according to plan gets played in step two, and gaining power for the power phase happens in step one. Well, gaining the initial power happens in step one. Mm-hmm. So everyone would gain their one power, and then you can pay for the all according to plan. And at least locally, we've been playing that the other way around. But Now, if it's something like Infinity Formula, like you power up... Infinity Formula... And it comes in step three, right? The yeah, the extra power would be in step three. So you can't you can't get the infinity formula play. You'd have to play all. You'd play you'd that. only get the initial. Yep. And then you could get the character because the character specific power. Yep. Um, because that's also in step two, and you can do it first. Okay. So uh, a little bit of a mis uh, we misspoke on the last cast. I believe we were talking about yeah uh, Red Skull's card. So you would be able to power up before playing the, um, I can't think of the name of it, but the one that gives him the extra action. The trap one. Yeah. The, the, it's the not traps. a trap. So. I refuse. It is a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap? It's a, it's a trap. All right. Um, well, that is all that I have um, for this week's uh, news. And Oh, well, I guess they, they did show that the price tag uh, – for the Wolverine Sabretooth terrain kit is about a hundred US dollars, is that correct? Yeah. So but it comes with a bunch of terrain. Yep. So that did get announced. So we also got saw the price tag for Blob and Pyro, but it wasn't surprising. He's gonna defend like... that he's gonna defend that hundred dollar price tag until Infinity because he's gonna end up buying like four of those boxes. I'm <laughs> not gonna buy four of them. I'm gonna buy one and maybe someone else's terrain. <laughs> Uh, but oh, what was I saying? Oh, it's like forty or forty-five for Blob and Pyro. Yeah, it's not bad. All right. Well, uh, since you're already talking, Brad, why don't you take the floor with any Cerebro updates you have? Uh, I do have two updates. It was I had one planned, and then someone pointed out a bug that I had to fix. So the planned update was there's now a lock your roster button. Um. This was requested by someone quite a while ago, and um, it's mostly aimed at people who do multi-week events and don't want to like not be thinking and get in there and change their list from week to week when they weren't allowed to. It still will let you change the name, add notes, and change your win-loss and ties. 
Um, but it won't let you change any characters, uh, tactics, or crisis cards. You can't delete any. You can't add any uh, until you unlock it. And it's it's just a toggle. like No password or anything. The other one is a bug fix. So I made it real quick that you can add two Sentinels to a roster. But someone emailed and pointed out that on the breakdown screen where it shows you possible lists, it never showed lists with two Sentinels in it. So I had to add, I don't know, it wasn't very much. It was less than a dozen lines of code. Um, and you can now, it'll show you two Sentinel lists. Awesome. Thank you for, do you, you have a shout out? Do you remember who did that? Uh, I can look real quick. Thank you. That was very recent. Thank you for sending in that, that feedback. It keeps Brad at work because he doesn't do anything in his spare time, so. He needs to stay busy, don't you, Brad? Yeah. I, I have so many planned updates for it. Um, it was Chris Wills. So Thank you very Chris, much, if you're Chris. listening, thanks. If you know Chris, tell him he got a shout-out on the podcast and he should listen to it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, well. Not even that specific Chris. Literally any guy named Chris. If you know a Chris, uh, tell him to listen yeah, to the podcast. And, yeah. <laughs> Tell me he got a shout out. He'll have to listen to the whole thing. It'll be fun. Then when he says, I don't think that they were talking to me, just say, don't worry about it. Yeah, just put that phone on do not disturb. It'll be all right. All right. Well, do you have a Longshanks uh, statistic or fact for us this week? I do. I do. Um, I even had it up and then opened a different window on my browser. So we're going to play a little game again today because those are fun. And I have in front of me the crisis statistics. So it's broken down between extract and secure. And we're going to guess what the highest and lowest played are. So let's start with extracts because they're listed first. What do you guys think the most played extract has been? Uh, I think struggle for the cube. I think it's the cube. Okay. Red says so cubes. This is most. I'm going to go with hammers. Fear grips okay. world as worthy terrorized cities. Okay. We got hammers from Brandon. And Jared, what's your guess? Should I say something that somebody's already said, or should I uh, say something different? It, what, what's your true guess? I was very torn between hammers and research. So. Uh, oh, oh, research. I'll, I'll say research, since just to keep it different. I'll say research. Okay. So the correct answer... Is hammers. Yep. Let's with, go. With just okay. just under nineteen hundred. Number two is struggle for the cube. There you go, Fred. Yeah. At fourteen fifty. Oh, uh-huh. way lower. Uh huh. There's a big gap. Big gap. And yeah. then I, I don't think I've ever seen a list that didn't have hammers in it. Research station is not even in the top three. Damn. Number three is spider infected. People the like their, their wide lots God, of God, I hate, I literally hate spider infected. I was just hoping it wasn't a part of it. Okay. It's, what it's because is, it came in the starter box. It's the starter box ones. Um, Not hammers. Not hammers, but the, the hammers, use, but the other two are starter box ones. Yeah. What is the least played? 
I am assuming that we are not allowed to guess Wakanda herbs because it's no longer a legal one to play. Um, no, he's fucking trolling. You can guess Wakanda herbs, Fred. Well, the problem is panic's been Pan banned. Panic is the one that's been banned so for everything. It's going to be the least yeah, panic. Panic, I can't believe it, still has 63 games on here. Somehow. Uh, the panic <laughs> is the least. Wakandan Herbs, I think... Good for two, baby, let's go. I think Wakandan Herbs, it's the second lowest. I think e if it wasn't banned, it would be the lowest, even though it would still be legal. They have 306. So we'll get the least played that's legal, since you guys now see through my troll. Uh, I would have guessed. I guessed correctly, so I'm two for two. I don't really care for shit what happens now. The so least, what's the uh, least played legal? When I go with least, senators, mutant extremists target you formula. Ooh, that was okay. So we have a senators and we have a Montessi. Jared, uh, I'll go Fisk. Mayor Fisk. Okay, the correct answer. Mayor Fisk is a secure. Mayor Fisk is a secure. Oh, it is. I'll just do. Oh shit, you're right. I'll do. Uh, Come on, uh, Jesus Christ! Alien ship. <laughs> Oh, okay. God. No way. I know it's not. No I way, just said the least played is Research Station. Wait, really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not no, true. Oh, no. oh, okay. The least played. He just said it was fourth. All right. I don't know what's is, happening here. I, I said it wasn't in the top three. I did not say it was four. Um, I just can't imagine being lower than four. Senators is the lowest played. Let's go. <laughs> really good at this game. <laughs> at, at 603. So just that's pretty keep low. Keep in mind that that is Thousand a six of what Fear Grips was, which is the most yeah. played. A six. Um, Montessi formula is the second lowest at nine fifty, and Alien Look at Ship's me, you're always second lowest. I'm always second. Alien Ship is the third the lowest list. at 959. Really? Nine games more oh, than Montessi. I didn't real know close. that. Uh, I didn't think that I was. I thought it'd be somewhere in the middle, but wow. No, yeah. it's the third lowest. Yeah, I mean, you've seen like a. We've seen a drop off from Voodoo and Black Hat, right? So I think like single extracts and shit are starting to go down. That's why our base is going oh, so Oh, like, no. Wide. I, I missed one. Oh. Um, number two is actually uh, Deadly Legacy Virus Cured. So that's, bump those other two up a spot, third and fourth. That's surprising. Yeah. And then the next one after Alien Ship is Research Station. But that's because there's only what? There's like only one other extract. Yeah. <laughs> We've mentioned all of them. That's the entire list. So. Yeah, that's the entire list. All right, there are more secures. Um, I don't think any none of these are banned, right? They they're no, good no at designing these. Okay, so <laughs> what is the most there are two banned played... extracts and then a ratted one? <laughs> yeah. Um, what is the most played? And this surprised me. Oh, it surprised you. It did. Oh god, that that changes my answer. I don't like it. I'm gonna say scoundrels. You mean the one that just the came out? newest one? Interesting. Yep. Uh, I'm not. I'm not batting very well tonight, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> whatever my gut immediately hits, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna guess. <clears throat> is it? Is it? Is it Riot Spark? 
Oh, God, now I have to guess. Um, since it surprised him... Damn it, I may really want to say just say gamma. I was wanting I to wanted say to gamma. S- I wanted to say gamma, but now that it's surprised I'm gonna go with infinity for me, it goes missing. I bet I think I Brandon bet. looked them up after we talked last oh, night. Oh, I think he did. I think he did. You think I would give that much credit to anybody? No. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for this. I'm fucking killing this game. <laughs> it is infinity formula goes missing let's go if you wouldn't have said it surprised you i would never even looked at it but i 100 was on i was 100 on it was i was torn between gamma and demons i was actually I, probably leaning towards demons and uh but as soon as you said it surprised you i was like it's not it's not one of those i don't think people Damn. are playing demons right now i really I don't demons demons is number two Wow, I feel like I have not seen that demons. ever. I think number, people just love high points and ease, man. Number yeah, three so. is Riot Spark, and number four is Gamma. Wow, Riot Spark beat Gamma? Yeah. By... The starter box. It's about, the 15. About 65-ish. Uh, so Infinity Formula is uh, just over 1,400. And then number two... Uh, Demons downtown is twelve twenty seven. Are these a lot closer in number than the extracts were? Yeah. Uh, the the let's talk the, about the least. Oh boy, so what do you guys think is the least played? The least played secure. Uh huh. I'm also torn on this one. I'm struggling between if I want to say Terrigen, Portals. Portals is fun. Or Cosmic Invasion. I feel like it's one of those three. I, I'm torn between Cosmic Invasion and Sword Base. Uh, Not Sword Base. Uh, I, I'm going to guess Terrigen Clouds. I'm putting my token down. All right, I'll just take uh, I'll take Cosmic Invasion. Okay. And Brandon, where are you going? Just take, <sighs> take Sword, and be right, Brandon. Yeah, I'm gonna go Sword Base. Okay, so the least played is Marifisk. Ah, God, ah really? Yeah. Really? I, I number number two is Cosmic Invasion. All right. Uh, number three is Sword. Uh, uh, number four is Terrigen Mist. Okay. Uh, so we were all, I mean, we were in this. Yeah, you were, da- you were all down there where you should be, but it's Mayor Fisk. Yeah, that 300, 345 that games. I am off. This I, 345. I like Mayor Fisk. Like, I like to play it see. on certain, it's... like, I like, I really loved playing it with Malekith. That was so good. <laughs> that was a fun time for me. I'll be honest though, like I don't know if I've ever played it more than like one time. Ah, uh, yeah. I definitely I, have. And I put it in lists all the time. How do you it just never gets picked. Yeah, it's in a lot of my lists, like because I play Criminal Syndicate a lot. So, oh my like, god, in a lot of my lists. But I was just looking at one of the other pieces of data on here, and Seventeen Threat is played twice as much as the second highest threat level. I mean, isn't that like 
It's, it's also twice as many, much. It's twice yeah, more than it's the second most. Thirty eight hundred games, and the next highest is eighteen thirty six. I feel like seventeen hundred is like that's like the best points value in this but game. For the record, there are seven crises that are seventeen points. I believe the next highest is eighteen with three. Tied and that is like the next 18. highest. Yeah. That's the sex high, the next highest amount. Ugh. Did you hear Brad? He just said the sex highest. So we're already starting. Hey yo. Eighteen. I think twenty has three too, right? Yeah, twenty has three. So there's eighteen and twenty both have three. I think sixteen has sixteen might have four. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Sixteen has three. Fifteen has Well this is this is great radio. This was fun. This is fun. So 17 has more than half of the second highest. Yeah. More than double. That was uh that was yes, a good sorry. that was a good launch tank section, Brad. Thank yeah. you. Okay, good. That was fun. I am Enjoy. All right. Uh, the winner is me. Yeah, it is you. Congratulations. I'm still not convinced you didn't cheat. Uh, uh I don't I don't I I honestly don't even like to log i make you put my roster on long shanks when we play tournaments what makes you think i would go on that website and like scour for this information because you really wanted to know last night yeah i just went home and drank some whiskey it'll be so it was fun <laughs> all right well uh for this week's uh weekly topic question whatever you gonna say that i have for you guys uh, it is uh what do you think is the strongest superpower in the game now that can be either a just a super like an actual superpower or it could be something with a similar effect but what if there was one superpower that you had to pick that you're like i'm gonna put this on like all my characters what do you think is, is the best of the best in the game oh i know the answer to this question then start off all right i'm getting the correct name uh, i was knee deep in extracts and I was on long tank looking stuff up. <laughs> the best superpower you're talking about, like just like okay, like something you can activate or static, or doesn't matter. It could be passive, active, reactive, whatever you want. Like, Spirit of Vengeance. Spirit of Vengeance for for Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's that's is that the get the power or is that the yeah. okay. after attack targeted ally characters resolve if it dealt damage character gains. All right, Spirit of Vengeance. What do you got, Fred? Uh, that one's really good. Uh, but what uh, is it? A uh, I I don't know it off the top of my head. The one that uh allows Doctor Strange to reroll any dice in his pool. Oh, uh, he rerolls all dice. He rerolls, he rerolls all, all, dice. Dice. all dice. Okay, well, anything that lets you reroll any dice in your pool, any okay. number, any any dice, not all dice. Oh, just dice. I don't know if that exists. <laughs> Guys, my brain's not on today. Uh, Captain Marvel has an attack. It's, yeah, it's an effect on some attacks. Oh, no, no. Uh, Zemo has it. Master Swordsman on physical attacks. He can reroll hey, any number. There it is. Yeah. Yep. There it is. Yep. Yeah. Baron Zemo. All right. So, Master Swordsman, uh, I'm going to go ahead and step in here, Brad, if that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's It has to be Shapeshifter. Like, Shapeshifter's oh, pretty yeah. amazing. Without a doubt. So during oh, yeah. during uh, a me. character's <laughs> activation, enemy characters cannot use reactive superpowers or 
team tactics cards. That second part is so huge. So for that's, me, hundred percent at shapeshifter. If I could have that on all my models, I would. Go ahead, Brad. I played. Oh, oh. So the two I thought I think shapeshifter probably wins this, but the two I thought of immediately were um, reduced damage, no minimum. Oh yeah, that's is, good. Is really good. Yep. And then the you can't reroll attack dice or modify. Oh, you can't modify. Dice. Yeah. Yeah, that I think that's really good too. Yep, those are good ones. What were you gonna say, Fred? Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say that uh, in the most recent tournament, uh, you let me use your Mystique, and she was very, very useful. I love that model. She's Mystique amazing. is criminally underplayed. Jared, I he, told you Mystique good. was good, and Fred was bad. He did say that. He's that is that, actually that verbatim. Is, uh, we have not talked about the tournament yet. <laughs> uh, I did not do that. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, all we need is AMG to give us a character that has all these superpowers, and then we'll be set, right? Oh my god, that'd be the most broken thing ever. Smoke Not if it. they don't do anything else. If they just have like a th range 3, 3 dice at base attack, and then their spender's like range 2, 4 dice. And that's it, they don't do anything else. Just make just them, have those 3 powers. Just make them 15 threat. There you go. Problem solved. No one will ever play it. <laughs> it's one that's punch. That's true. Man. It's one punch, man. <laughs> All right, yeah. So I just wanted to shout that out and see what you guys thought. Uh, pick your minds and see what you guys thought was the best. I don't know that we've ever actually talked about that around the shop, but see what you guys thought uh, the best superpowers were. But... So uh, instead of talking about our games we played at our LGS, uh, because uh, spoilers, there were no games played at our LGS this week. Um, I thought that we was... still had fun. Yeah, I thought that. Uh, Brad and Fred could do a quick rundown of the tournament that we held, uh, well, that Brad held uh, this past Saturday in Charleston. So why don't you guys take it over and just give us a little bit of a rundown of the tournament. Yeah, Fred, you yours probably the... won't take very long, so you go first. Oh, oh, I see how it is. Okay. Well, uh, I'll tell you this. I played a combination of uh, Cabal, uh, Malekith, and Hydra with Baron Strucker. And I didn't do great, <laughs> but that's because of me, not because of that combination. Uh, I, I'll tell you this. I learned something about uh, about Guardians of the Galaxy and the card, the crew of the Milano, is <laughs> an absolute hard counter to what Baron Strucker did. It was, he used it at the most devastating point, and all of a sudden I couldn't put I couldn't use any of Baron Strucker's stuff, and it was awful. It was the worst thing that could have happened. That's and then brutal. Gamora killed killed two models in one activation without any difficulty. So that game did not go well for me. <laughs> that, yeah, Career of the Milano and the Strucker seems like real rough. <laughs> so. It was real bad. Uh, yeah. I and of course I did not bring. Uh, Malekith in that game when because I was worried he was going to drop She-Hulk and he did not drop She-Hulk and I felt like an idiot scared money don't make no money bro yeah yeah you had him totally psyched out if you had dropped Malekith you totally would have won that game I you, I, well, I don't know it is Borka Borka does kick my ass every single time yeah but he didn't have his tech it would have been tough for yeah. him 
Yeah, yeah that it, I I don't think you lose to be honest that matchup if uh, if I had Malekith on the table. Yeah, I mean, if he, he would have played that, yeah, he has to play that exact same list. But like, if you put Mal, because that's the thing is like She Hulk's that hard counter for him because like Malekith is gonna tear through Guardians. I mean, he's gonna do that, and then they can't wing it against him, so they're just yeah, relying on true. five dice attack and the four dice with skull explode exploding. So. I, I don't mm-hmm. think that they do very well into it. Like the She-Hulk tech in there is, that's I mean that's really smart. But yeah, I think that you would have had a a pretty good shot. Yeah. But yeah, what about the rest of your games? Uh, I played uh Michael the first round, and Michael pulled out a win, but that was a much closer game. And then I played Joel the last round, and I won that game. Uh, it was wow, a and in two. both of those games I played Malekith Cabal and uh, enjoyed it quite a bit. Malekith is fun to play. I also played uh, an extra game at the end against Steven, who came down from from Ohio, and it, it, uh, Steven brought a fantastically painted list. Like, his models looked incredible. Yeah, he is. He's got yeah. some really good stuff. I mean, it was like, holy moly, that blade looks like a comic book character. Did, anyway, he, uh, did he play Midnight Suns? He did. He played Midnight Suns, and I played Malekith, and Ghost Rider basically uh, ate ate me alive. <laughs> yeah. That'll that'll happen. <laughs> well, you didn't play any, did you, Brad? Or, yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did, I did. You played in the finals. Yeah, no, so go ahead. Yeah. I played um, X Men. So, and it was the list I've been playing, except I've changed a couple tactics cards and one character. Um, attack against Malekith and that character change I'm probably just going to change to She-Hulk um, because it's it's complicated tech and She-Hulk's easy tech She-Hulk <laughs> go at Malekith it hits yeah, um, <laughs> She-Hulk walk up Hulk smash. Yeah. so <laughs> I, I played Storm the whole time of course and um, my list is super wide uh, and I played Joel first round and uh it was an interesting game, um, but Joel just, he's playing a new faction, didn't know his models well enough, and um, I got I pulled that one out. And then I played Michael's Avengers second round, and I, like, I'm having a hard time remembering this game. I know he played Hulk, and um, Magic ran away from Hulk the entire game. Um and uh, I scored a bunch of points, but it was uh, it was one of those things where I just I tried to position to make him ineffective, and it worked out for me, especially that Hulk. Um, and then I was in the finals against uh, Borka's Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, it was struggle for the cute cube and sword base and we played 17 points and um, I always go wide and he knew that and he also went wide we were both six wide and um, I usually had the priority which I don't normally do with my list because I go so wide and on sword base um, going last is a big boon yep so uh, it was real real close game 
Um, we were tied 16-16 before the last round, and we ended 19-21 in his favor. That is so close, um, Yeah, it's very, very close. Uh, he was he was hard-winning attrition. They just hit harder than the X-Men. Um, I believe that at the end of the game, all I had on the table was Toad with three cubes on the edge of the mat on my side. Um, so there wasn't really anything I could do at that point, but, uh, it came down to, he had one attack with Gamora and probably throw her as well. The assassin leap at Domino to kill her. And she had like four health left. And if he had not killed her, I would have won the game, uh, 17, 15. Wow. Cause she would have ran away the next activation. So it came down to he had to kill her or I win and he killed her. I think so. it came down to him putting Drax on the table, right? Isn't that like your arch nemesis? <laughs> uh, Dra- it did suck because I, <laughs> I purposely <laughs> I did two magic spenders into Drax to daze him. And <sighs> she fell short and then he dazed two models. So. Oh my god, Drax. <laughs> Fred, do you know how like she Hulk is like Malekith tech. Yeah. Drax is Brad tech. <laughs> anyway, uh, we talked about it afterwards and we, we pretty much agreed that if he had not gone wide, he would have had a much harder time winning that game. Cause I was, I was a, actually ahead on points the first several turns. And if I had last activations, I would have, easily stayed ahead i think yeah. so it to going me, wide was the right thing for him to do yeah it seemed to me like in every game that he played at that tournament like he did a very good job with uh roster or squad creation yes yeah it did seem yeah. that way but he's been playing a lot of guardians lately so yeah all right well i'm glad that you guys had a good time thank you steven for coming down and hanging out with the guys again playing some games i'm mm-hmm. sure it was good to see you again i wasn't there but if i had been there i would have liked to have seen you again so but uh all right uh, i think we're ready to move on to uh character review so let's take a look at arnim zola uh he is a two physical three energy four mystic defense stat line he has six stamina he comes in at three threat he's a size three character and a short move i think that no, he stays the same health, so I don't think there are any changes on his uh, injured side. Um, he has two attacks. He has prototype weapons, which is range four, four dice. Before choosing a target, you get to choose if it is physical, energy, or mystic. So I believe that's the first uh, attack in the game that has all three. After this attack is resolved, this character gains one power, and it has the Wild Hydra Ingenuity. After this attack is resolved, for each Wild in the attack roll, the defending character gains one of the following special conditions. Bleed, Shock, Slow, Stun. So, on four dice, not super consistent, but, you know, when you, when you, when you spike and get a bunch of Wilds, it's very good. Um, he has the Energy Focused ESP Box Blast, so it's range three, six dice, two power cost. If this attack deals damage, after the attack is resolved, this character may advance the target character short, and it has wild slow. After this attack is resolved, target character gains slow. Uh, he has an active superpower, Experimental Enhancements. It is three power cost. During the next attack made by this character, add two dice to its attack roll. 
After the attack is resolved, if the attack roll contained any skull results, this character suffers one damage. He has the reactive Hydra Engineering. When this character or Wait. another... Oh, good. Does it do one damage, or is it bleed? Uh, no, this... This character suffers one damage. Yeah. What so, did I? What did I say? Oh no, you said you said it correct. I I I miss. I'm I'm mixed up here. Sorry. Oh, you're good. You yeah, you got the wrong power. Is what I'm you're on. Ah oh, yeah, bleeds on the next one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Hydra Engineering's reactive. While this character, another ally character within four, is attacking or defending during the modified die step, this character may spend up to three power for the superpower. For each one power spent, this character or the ally character may reroll one of their attack or defense dice. So, similar to Shuri. But, has after the attack is resolved, if the allied roll contained one or more skull results, the ally character gains the bleed special condition. So, uh, like Shuri, except if they roll skull, then they get a bleed when you buff their dice. And he can affect himself. That's also different. Yep. Um, when does the... So you would pick when things trigger, because it's your turn, right? If they have the same uh, timing. So Hydra Engineering, like he spends the power and lets them re-roll dice. They, let's say they do a damage, uh, they roll Skull. So like they damage a character, Ooh. and that happens after it's resolved. What I'm what I'm asking is like, do they get the bleed and then can immediately put it on, or is the bleed that trigger is a great after? Question. That uh, is a good. The let me read. Let me read Strucker real quick. I think you can give it away. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and just write off these last superpowers here. Mm -hmm. uh, passive scientific hubris. When this, whenever this character rolls dice after the effect is resolved, it gains one power if it rolled at least one crit. We see that on Doc Ock. And then lastly, he has immunity to bleed and poison. So, uh, uh, yeah, The yeah. leadership and that ability have the same timing, so you should be able to take bleed and then give it away immediately. There you go. That's so, incredible. That's yeah. fantastic. If you're playing Strucker, it's good. So yeah, uh, I and again, there are no changes on his injured side. I don't need to double check. Uh, I don't think there are. Nope, they're not. So everything's, everything's good to go. So... Uh, yeah, what do you guys think about Arnim Zola? Let's start with you, Brad, because you... Wait, Brad, oh, did, did you buy these? He loves Nazis, so we should start with them. Did you Did you buy these models, Fred? I did. I played them at, in the tournament. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. So, uh, go ahead, Brad. I was just to say, Brad was the only one that picked them up, but that's not right. You, you that's, also got that's not right. Yep. Um, so, I think Arnim Zola is an interesting take on Shuri. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yeah, uh, Shuri's good. Um, he's probably not as good as Shuri, but um, he has his own tech. So instead of pushing, he gives out conditions. Um, he can also hit their weakest defense, which is pretty strong. Um, the rerolls work just, I mean, almost exactly like hers. Um, gaining bleed, if in faction, the gaining bleed is a non-issue. Um, or if you play them in um, an Avengers list where everyone's immune to bleed, like Michael. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. And um, adding extra dice is always good. Um, 
the the roll skull take a damage. That sounds so great. Um, I love that he is immune to the bleed that he would cause himself. Right. That's great. Because <laughs> he's a robot. Uh, I also like that he's only three points. The the two physical defense is a little scary though. He does a but lot he should, for three threat. Like it's a lot. Yeah. He should be standing for far enough away from the main fight that they're shooting energy and mystic at him, hopefully. I can tell you, uh, having experienced it, uh, getting Gamora run up and hit him once was enough to take him out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was very bad. All right. Well, what do you think, Fred, since you got the floor? Uh, I think he's awesome. I, uh, I love a lot of this, uh, the the interesting models in in hydra affiliation where a lot of them are cost three and have these super interesting like very complex rule sets like arnim zola is very very useful on the table he's he's the the two physical defense is and he has no real way to buff himself aside from re-rolling his own defensive roles uh but i he's he's three points and he does a lot for three points i really like him okay what about you brandon what do you think um i think he feels like a mini modok mini modok interesting yeah it's well it's just like the large base like you don't want to get him near anybody with physical he moves small, like any just you know robot, half robot type of shit. I see. Like he he just feels like he's never gonna be in the fight. Um, I think he's pretty good though. Um, I'm not sure he's like a game changer, but I definitely think he's a uh, he's a solid to above average role player. I think he's all right. I think like I like them. Well, I like the model until I, I heard that half of him was. Uh, it's a big pain in the ass the model if you haven't put them together yet but um only if you want them painted only if you want them painted which i'm sure people do uh but not this person he has like so prototype weapons is like a really 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 good attack uh i understand why it probably only gives one power because being able to always counter you know their best defense or their defensive tech is really really good um i like that he can give himself the like two extra dice for the attack to make it six dice and you can pick any type but uh, three power costs is a little steep i feel like most of the time you're just going to be doing hydra engineering uh it's yeah. hard to get the crits out there i mean i mean like four dice and spike like i've any if you played a rapid fire character like you can get good spikes uh, just chucking four dice attacks but um I feel like you're kind of leaning into the scientific hubris a little bit more because he definitely is very power hungry. And I just don't know that he's going to get the power to do it unless he's being actively attacked, which you don't really want. Uh, Focus ESP blocks blast is a very good attack, but it is... um, It's just okay. I think for the most part, you probably want to do prototype weapons. Uh, Giving out slow is okay, uh, but it's very annoying that he can advance the target if it does damage. Like that's, I think Michael was the one that pointed out in the discord that like 
he can immediately just like move sentinels <laughs> which is like yeah it's like one of the very few things that's annoying because it's not a mystic attack so uh yeah that's... Arnim zola and magneto yep they're they, they can move them around with their attacks which is very annoying it's doubly like magneto makes perfect sense i'm on board Arnim zola fuck that that's stupid but, I mean, he does. He does. He, he like, gives them a virus. I know, yeah. uh, but I don't like it. I just don't like it. But uh, to be fair, Magneto should also be able to throw them, and that's fair. Uh, he is probably my least favorite Hydra member, and like, even though he can do so much, and like, it is neat. I think that he's probably like the le- my least favorite Hydra member that they've, as far as new releases, uh, goes. He's three points. He's only three points, Jared. He's three threat. It's really, really good, and he does a lot of really cool things. He just doesn't generate yeah. power well, and yeah. I don't know. But He can't do every, everything. Every so often, I think we just have to review uh, Crossbones so Fred has some sort of non-super positive take. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that we can move on to the character uh, rating. So, Fred, what? You you played him this past weekend. What what are you gonna give him? Yeah, I'm gonna give him a B plus. Okay. Uh, and remember and remember, fans. Fred went one and two last week, so let's. Oh, that, don't, that is correct. Don't bring that. Up. <laughs> uh, I hey, I am not good at this game, and my Ooh, grading that's, system that's is. You're good hey, my game. grading system has no basis in any sort of of schema schema that I'm not coming at this with any any uh formula for how to how to grade them i'm just going off the cuff there you go and i'm giving him a b plus all right what about you brandon what are you going to give him uh i think he sees a lot of play in hydra um especially under um oh what's the nazi's name the nazi's name out of the two leaders (laughs) all right that's fair that's fair i'm gonna a little fuck that up um, I'm not. I, I don't think. I think he's a pretty auto take under Strucker. I'm not sure you always take him under uh, Red Skull if you're playing Hydra. Yeah. I'm not sure how much you splash this character. Um, small movers with bad defenses <laughs> are tough. Um, he does want a lot of power. Uh, I, he again feels like a model that looks interesting. Like there's a lot of stuff he does, but I feel like he's always going to kind of let you down on the table. So I'm going to give him a C. Okay, I you don't think that you take him with Red Skull a three threat that I mean Red Skull gives him more power. I I said I don't think he's an auto take. Okay, I got you. And I think it's just because um I th- I feel like they might want to go a little bit wider and a little bit more moving and he might not. I don't know. It might he he might be an auto take with both of them. That's fair. I just and I don't know if you take him anywhere else. I got you. All right, Brad, what you got? Um, I think I actually kind of like Fred's B plus. Um, I I like. My solid, I'm going to take them in faction to be B's, and I think he's pretty good in that role. So B plus sounds real good. He's got a lot of good stuff. The reroll's good. The health is good. I'm gonna give him a B minus. I think that it, when we're looking at affiliation and stuff, he is pretty good. I mean, the access to the rerolls and stuff is fine. Coming in at the three threat and the twelve health really kind of sells me on him and, and faction. So I'll, I'll go B minus. I think that he, he's for me. That's where he goes. So. so what does that give us? A two B plus is a B minus and a. What'd you give him a C? This is, this is a spread out. A C plus. Great. 
Did you give a C, C plus? That's just a C. No plus. Just a C. All right. Well. Uh, that uh, probably I, averages to like a B minus. Then I could I could be persuaded up to a C plus, but and then we might be a B. I mean, Scientific hubris. I I don't I just I'm just gonna stay. I, I, I do well well I do like the seventeen of uh Red Skull Strucker Zemo and Zola. That's probably pretty solid. I just I don't know. I'm sticking with my guns. I just I feel like if you're gonna play them. You're probably gonna play him. He's definitely gonna be in your list. I just, I don't know. I'm right. not doing it for No, you're you good. All right. Well, uh, why don't you take us through a uh, comic book recommendation this week, Brad? Um. Okay. I can do that. I tried very, very hard to throw an X-Men comic in here, and it's just he barely appears in them. I wanted, I wanted ones that you'd actually get some Arnim Zola. So I've got two recommendations here. First is Captain America 208 through 212 by Jack Kirby. So this is his first appearance as in this comic. And um, he kidnapped Steve and a woman. I should have wrote her name down. Um, oh, and so then he brings them to his, his island and... Um, he needs Steve for his plot, and the plot is real wild. And I recommend that people read this just to see what his plan is. Um, it is truly like comic book bonkers villain plot. Great. Oh, I also learned um, from a Marvel wiki today that before he was a robot, Arnim Zola was like four or five or something like that. And his robot form is only 5'10". So well, he's a giant. Got, yeah. <laughs> he's always been portrayed as a very short person yeah. before, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the models, I like how big the model is, but it is a bit surprising. Um, okay, so yeah, another, they had Jack, to overcompensate. another Jack Kirby um, recommendation. For those keeping track at home, um, that would be, I don't know, you guys are the ones keeping track. So the next recommendation, I tried to also pick something fairly modern for people to read. Um, and so I did Captain America, the 2013 series, issues 1 through 10. I believe he keeps showing up after that, but 1 through 10, definitely about him. He's the main villain by Rick Remender and John Romita Jr. Um, uh, he, Arnim Zola isn't usually the main villain in a comic, so you're going to get a lot more of them from this than you would elsewhere. But um, he once again kidnaps Captain America Steve Rogers, but this time to Dimension Z. What is that? Uh, uh, the, as far as I can tell, it's a Zola thing, but I wasn't sure because I had never heard that term before. I looked up this comic, um, but Captain America works on trying to escape from Zola and his minions the entire time, and I'm not entirely sure what his plot was for this. Um, he needed. He needed Steve Rogers' blood for something. And Steve Rogers runs away with a baby that was in 
Zola's lab, and it turns out that that's Zola's son, and it sounds like a pretty wild comic, too. Um, but it sounds very interesting, and Rick Remender is maybe considered the best Captain America writer in history. Oh, really? So, yeah. Um, so people will probably like that one. What was the Captain America comic that had like the busty Captain America? Like you sent that before. Like, oh, that is a Rob Liefeld sketch. It's not in a comic. It was just a drawing he did. Oh, okay. Um, and that 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 picture is ridiculous. That's good. Yeah, I absolutely the... trolled you guys as because I was gonna say I, I was gonna put it as the thumbnail. Yeah. For the Captain America episode, and you're like, I don't know about that. <laughs> you the real one yeah that was god awful like i was like that's it was bad it was bad i'm glad that wasn't in a comic because yeah well rob liefeld he was very 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 popular in the early 90s as an artist but looking back people like most people consider him a bad artist uh I mean, I can only base what I've like base this stuff off of that one, that one Captain America picture. But well, I'm willing the, to say yes. One of the things about Rob Liefeld is he didn't like to draw feet, so he would almost he would arrange people so that their feet were covered or their feet were off panel. So, like, if you see his covers, like, people will be standing in front of other people's feet, or there'll be a rock there, or a bush, or... I mean, that's... that's he didn't have to draw them. That's smart, though, right? Like, he, I mean, in a way, but it's also ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, thank you for those comic recommendations, Brad. Uh, Brandon, do you have a roster recommendation for us this week? Man, I always got a roster, what you mean? My boy... Um, it, it took a little bit of finagling. I was going to be lazy and just recommend you playing with like Criminal Syndicate, but I ain't that way. Uh, I think you playing with Blade and Midnight Suns. Okay. Uh, they need lower point models. Uh, the bleed definitely helps. Uh, you can kind of tag team him on the back point. Uh, you keep Blade near him, get the bleed extra bonuses and stuff. Uh, he gives out bleed, so... That's my that's my recommendation. So you can have a core of Blade, Ghost Rider, Armin Zola, Moon Knight. You're at fifteen. It's a pretty solid fifteen. I I really like experimental enhancements on like Blade, give, making seven dice Mystic with Pierce. Seems good. Yep. Oh yeah. Or just adding dice to any of the Ghost Riders attacks. 12 dice penance there. Let's go. Are, is his card on, Hydra man. only? Uh, let me look at that. We yeah. got to talk about that card. Oh my god, I, I did. I forgot about the card. We got, uh, yeah, we did too. Uh, I don't know that there is a card. It is Hydra. Okay, so you can't take that Midnight Suns and then like... No. Give what that is the card? Oh, it's scientific method. Uh, it's Hydra. It's active. Arnim Zola may spend two power to play this card. You choose another character that's on your team that is threat three or less, and within three of Zola, they get they take two damage, and then for the rest of the game, they gain an attack and a passive superpower. So the attack is a range two six dice mystic attack 
that only costs one power, and before the damage is dealt, the target character suffers one damage for each skull in the defense roll. So it's a range two mystic, six dice, and then if they roll skulls, they take a damage for each one. So it's really good. And then the passive is unnatural mutation. When an enemy character targets this character with an attack, this character adds two dice to its defense roll unless the attacking character pays two power. So Which is so good. Seems really good. Now how did we get really through good. this whole thing without talking about that? I well so I had it. It's pulled up like I I always build like a dummy roster and I always put the character and then a card and I just completely forgot to talk about the card, which is such a good card. I I do have yeah. a question. Unnatural mutation, because it is a different superpower, if you take somebody like Enchantress and you have to pay because her superpower you, is listed different. I think you'd have to pay both. You have to pay four power. Yeah. I think so. To turn off the, I, I the, think so too. To turn off the add two dice and turn off the always count mystic. That is disgusting. Well, you yeah, can't play. Oh, wait, you can't play it on no, Chantress because that's. On her. You but you know who you can play it on? Three. Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. So there you You're go. Right. There you Why go. can't uh, you, you know play it on? Oh, three or less. Yeah. See, I want to play this on because there's almost no downside. I want to play it on X twenty three. Uh, oh, because oh, you immediately heal the damage up. She will immediately heal the damage. Uh, uh, I want to yeah. play it on uh, Baron Strucker. And that's the person well, of who, course who you has do. It at all times. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it, he's gonna be there, and he's a three, and he has healing factor. And he does have healing factor. So all none of these are lies. Fred's telling no lies. Oh, who do you want to play this on, Brandon? Everybody else has said who they want to play it on. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude, I don't know. Mysterio. I haven't, I haven't thought about. I said Mysterio. That's mine. Yeah, I don't no. know. Um, fuck. Let me think of someone. Three threat character. You know what? I want to play it on. I don't know. That's probably wrong. Um, fuck. Da, 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 da. What's the character? Uh, oh, dude. I don't know. We can come back to you. Don't worry about it. But <laughs> this is I don't a. Know. What about Nebula? I think Nebula would be fun with that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, give it to Nebula. It feels like a waste. Um. <laughs> Eh, probably. This yeah. this card is very good. Um, I don't know what else to say. Like, I feel like if you take Zola, you probably always take this card, and you probably, you know, always absolutely pl- always play it turn two. Like, it, this is an amazing card. So, but uh, yep. Well, anyways, back to uh the standard stuff. Um, I think all we have left is uh Fred's non sequitur recommendations. So go ahead, Fred. Yeah, uh, so today uh, I'm bringing another classic game. This is the third in my listing of classic video games for this uh, 1940s era MCP characters. Uh, Today the game that I'm bringing is a space fleet uh, strategy game from quite a while ago. I'm I'm not 100% if it's 20 years ago, but I'm just going to say that it is. And it's the game Homeworld. Uh, have I heard of that? Oh that it is, it's it just is. barely 20 years ago, I think. No, yeah, buddy. 23 years ago. <laughs> okay, oh, there wow. we go. A, a week, uh, it's a initial release was September 28th, 1999. Holy moly, I feel old. I hate this. <laughs> uh, this game was such a fantastic piece of sci-fi for a growing boy. Uh 
that it was a game where a character decided to place herself into the ship's central computer uh, and her name was Karen Sajet, and she becomes Fleet Command. Uh, and in in the game, you play as a species of people who are cast off of your home planet when it is destroyed by another species, and you have to find your old homeworld. And uh, it is a fantastic space sim strategy game. And it really just needs to be experienced. And that's all I can say. Homeworld. Fred, did you say that the... Um... Shit. Chrono Trigger. Is that, is that the name of it? Yes. It, it, it is on SNES? Yeah. I have, yes. an, I have an SNES like classic or whatever. Like it the, is on the I classic. I think it's on the classic. Oh, maybe, well, maybe I you, should give it a try. Huh? You should go play it. Go play it because right. it is a fantastic game. Uh, or just buy it and if you don't like it, Fred has to pay you back. Oh yeah, that's true. He did do the reimbursement. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot about I, that. I'm so. not worried. I'm not worried. Yeah, maybe I should try that out. All right. Well, thank you, Fred, and uh, thank you everyone at home for joining us. So I hope that you like this week's cast. Um, if there's a character, if they don't release any new characters, and there's another character that you want to suggest for us to review to keep the troll going of never looking at Human Torch, <laughs> let us know. And we'll do that one before we do Human Torch. So, Fred, Homeworld or StarCraft? Homeworld. And and that's a hot take. Uh, but uh, I yeah, I, I just wanted that to piss off the entire world. I, all right, take us down, yeah. Jared. Star, Homeworld or StarCraft? I, I've never played Homeworld. Yeah, I, I stand by it. Uh, uh, well, Homeworld is a much more cerebral game. It's slow-paced, slow and it's oh, not really played against other only... Oh, not only did you say Homeworld was better, you called StarCraft players idiots. I don't think you said all that. I think people would argue that, uh, that Homeworld copied StarCraft. So, No, it did not. It, no, they are it, it was such completely different, different games. It is so different. They, they could not be more different strategy games. Are, hey. they, are they both strategy games? Yeah, they are both strategy games. Are they both... Um... One would say um, strategy set games in, in the in the galaxy. Uh, they are both set in that, space. That's all I needed to know. It copied it. <laughs> all right, Jared, take us out. Let us know in the comments. Homeworld of StarCraft, what do you prefer? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on. Thank you guys for joining us, and I uh, hope you guys have a good week.